It's been a long, hard and stressful Christmas and New Year for Jean. And she has found the ideal way to relax. Oh, God. It's going to be one of those podcasts. <laughs> happy 2016, everybody. Oh, dear. I'm not happy he stole my bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am... Alone. Keith. Just merely <laughs> Keith. Oh, bless. Uh, no yes. adornments, no titles. Widower. Pardon? <laughs> 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 something I don't. Uh, my, my beloved is not with us tonight. She had a bad day at work. Yeah. Well, she climbed a clock tower with a Uzi. <laughs> and did she hit Scott? <laughs> yeah, she took Scott out. Well, he's been dead since New Year, hasn't yeah. he? Uh, <laughs> Scott's well in body and mind. Unfortunately, his voice has decided to emigrate from his body. Ooh. We're going to have it stuffed out of where we're on to shore. Mm. Yeah, he's got laryngitis or something oh, along boy. those lines. Mm. So he says. Yeah. No, who just say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, enough of that silliness. Anyway, without further ado, laryngitis and sore throats and gargling besides, it's the news with El Presidente! Gently, BBC American Snatch. Way back in August 2014. Open brackets, podcast 191, close brackets. (laughs) We brought you news that IDW were looking to bring Dirk Gently back to the small screen. About bloody time too. (laughs) With Max Landis writing and executive producing. It seems that after much shopping around of the idea... BBC America has signed on the dotted line and green episodes of the new series. Mm. Gently himself will be heading to the US of A, taking cues from a storyline Douglas Adams himself had drafted for a novel he was working on at the time of his rather terminal death. <laughs> Dirt Gent- Gently will also relaunch as an IDW comic book series. Mm. So, is there, is there any idea of the cast? Yeah, I mean, is it, is it going to be the same uh, well, cast? Will it be Stephen Mangan? I doubt it. I think mm. it'll be recast. All right. Mm. I assume that uh, Dirk Gently's only character is going to be going between yeah. the series, given that he's moving to America. So, I think there's a uh, talk of uh, is it Todd as his sidekick, yeah. which is mm-hmm. he's not the original, is he? I don't think so. So, it's no, going to no. be based in America. It's not yeah. just going to be produced in America. The actual story is going to be. Going to be based there, yeah. Which is interesting because it's always been set around uh, Cambridge, isn't it? Yeah. Of course, where Doug's Adam no, spent all yeah. of his early no. life. Well, at least university. Do we now foresee see it over here? Oh, yeah, I think it'd be on BBC here. The BBC America it will mm. probably come up on mm. BBC 3, if it's still around, yeah. or um, BBC 2, probably. Yeah, was it BBC 4, the old uh, Stephen Mangan one? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, BBC 4, yeah. Which always seemed a bit odd. Yeah. So maybe back there, who knows? 
We'll find out probably later this year, mm. early yeah. next year. Yeah, I mean, as you say, so I do find that a bit strange because I mean, sort of BBC Four is primarily an arts channel. So why are the head sort of you know, sort of dirt gently on there? So. Book adaptation does that count? Mm, very sort of tenuous. Mm. Very very tenuous. Yeah. Yes. Jekyll and Hyde dead. dead. ITV, the people who brought us the likes of Demons and Primeval have killed Charlie Hickson's Jekyll and Hyde series Stone Dead. <sighs> the first series recently finished, having faced some controversy over its violence levels for the 6.30pm time slot. Mm. Hickson broke the news on Twitter. Sad day today as ITV announced they don't any- want any more hashtag Jekyll and Hyde. Oh well, I tried. It was a grand adventure while it lasted. Mm. Yeah, I think again the main problem with that is because the amount of backlash it received. Simply because I think they fundamentally screwed up the time slot. It was a bit early, but yeah. they had about yeah. eight hundred, I think, complaints, which sounds a lot, but not really. Is it? <laughs> also, the time slot. I, I I saw one of it, and it, it looked quite good and atmospheric. Mm. Oh well, yeah. but it didn't feel like a six thirty. Yeah. It yeah. felt more like an. I know this day and age we we watch stuff when we want and we record it, but it actually had a darker feel to yeah, it, mm, even without the violence. It felt like it needed to be a little Trans- bit later. Transmission the, time mm. seven yeah. o'clock, eight o'clock. To yeah, catch the older audience, like Doctor is now about eight yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the levels of so-called horror and such. I mean, it was no worse than going to see a Harry Potter film. Oh, no, some not, not for that. The, mm. What I mean is the the actual atmospheric look mm. of it and all oh, the rest of it. So, yeah. It was. Mm. It felt like something that was more an. Based for adults than mm-hmm. for yeah, then for child yeah, children, and yeah. it would be better slotted mm-hmm. at sort of like yeah, eight eight thirty so, yeah. mm-hmm. when the adults weren't doing dinner or coming yeah. home from work or out, the, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, but there again, Charlie Hickson should have been so sort of blase about the uh, reaction that his series got. Yeah, because um, he was quoted in the. Uh, oh, that bag. <laughs> <laughs> You're not Karen. <laughs> yeah, so, um, if, well, basically, his words were, if people don't like it, F them. Yeah. Nice. Why not? <laughs> yeah, but to, yeah, but to reiterate, I mean, as I say, it's no worse than what, what was contained in any typical Harry Potter movie. No. I think it's probably more likely ratings. Mm. Yeah. I must say, I didn't see any of them. I, I, I think I've I got didn't. them recorded. I know around and watching them. Yeah, I, watched, I recorded them, but I didn't the last watch half of mm. one episode. Didn't get it. Because it was the last half. Well, it wasn't the whole it, yeah. episode. Well, okay, you, know. you can't blame him for Yeah, I, no, I'm, no I'm, I'm not blaming yeah. blaming. Yeah, it's just that the t- I think because of the slot, for me, mm. the timing was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I do agree yeah. with that. Yeah. But for the actual appearance of you know, the Charmaine, as to say, it was very sumptuous, very 1930s, and it was a very good production. Yeah. And as I say, the storylines were very good. From, from what I, I saw, they put money into it. it. You, know, agree, you could yeah. see the money on screen. I think there was an element of Penny Dreadful had done well and, and wanting to bring yeah. up mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. Yeah, just, um, the idea of somebody sort of losing their temper and turning, basically sort of, you know, sort of quadrupling their strength and being able sort of to beat up twenty people at, at one time—that's just very reminiscent of a banana yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> no, a big you know, sort of tall green chap. Oh. Yeah, mm. but it's—I'm it's, just saying it's something that Gene said they were chasing. Uh, they could have been chasing the mm. Penny Dreadful audience, mm, yeah. which is shown on Sky and Atlantic. That's a very different audience. No, no I'm adults. just saying which is shown on Sky Atlantic seven eight o'clock. Isn't that even later? Isn't that more like a nine o'clock? Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. But th- that, that's my point. It's going yeah. for the audience at a later time. Well, I think, I personally, I think whoever uh, in charge of the schedules just completely 
misunderstood it and mm, stuck it yeah. on far too early. Yeah. He thought it was just a straightforward children's yeah. TV. Yeah. I mean, and the whole idea of, you know, sort of a Jekyll and Hyde that was, he was some sort of superhero. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, the opposite was very true. Yeah. Mm. He mm. was very much an anti-hero. Mm. Oh, well, never mind. Yep. I'm sure they don't do anything similar for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Another one bites the dust. Class. Doctor Who spin-off coming in 2016. Mm. With a resounding shrug of the shoulders from most Doctor Who fans, <laughs> the Cold Hill School-based spin-off named Class was announced back in October and we now have a rough premiere date of autumn 2016. Mm. Little else is known except that the eight-part series is being written by Patrick Ness, an award-winning young adult novel writer and will be executively produced by Doctor Who head honcho Stephen Moffat and Brian Minchin. Given that BBC Three will shortly be relegated to the online-only status with a massive, massive budget cut, it is perhaps unsurprising that BBC America are helping to fund the series, becoming official co-presenters, which they are not for Doctor Who, despite what some of us might believe. Mm. Mm. Yes, they're not co-producers of Doctor Who, because their Mm. name does not appear. No, they they do put a lot of money into it, but... They put some money, they have to pay for Doctor Who, of course, because they're another channel, so they have to pay their way. I I, I think the most notable is one of the 11th Doctor series is that was half of it seemed to be filmed in America. They had a couple episodes, the, um, the episodes that were filmed in Utah. Yeah. Were, yeah. co- were co-produced, I believe. Yeah. Mm. And back I, in the yeah, early right. season two, three, that wasn't it one of the Canadian channels? I think so. Official co-producer yeah. had it at the end of our credits. Yeah, yeah. But there isn't BBC American mm. in the Doctor Who credits. No. Why do you get the impression this is going to be aimed at the Sarah Jane Adventures uh, in bracket? No, think, it's meant to be a bit older than that. Yeah. I think that they might be trying to catch that audience, but it's typical BBC Three audience of mm. late yeah. teens, early twenties. So it's the gap, really. Yeah. So you've had the young with, with Sarah Jane, right. you've had mm. the older with Torchwood. Yeah. Doctor who sits somewhere in, yeah, in the middle of the yeah. family. And it seems to slide of, up and down the... Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> and yeah. this one goes in between the other yeah. two spin-offs. <laughs> All oiled up so it can slide everywhere. Lubed. But we shall see. Uh, it's the only Doctor who, apart from the Christmas special we're likely to get this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And despite true, my it? hopes, it doesn't yeah. look like it's happening. No. As we found out when we last weekend, we went to yeah. the studio and we had a quick it tour of Rothlock Studios, empty. and they said that yeah, it's not filmed for quite a while. Empty. Blimey. There was nothing there. Um, it was yeah, just the set. It was, it was for the first time we actually got to see the whole of the studio. Mm-hmm. Most yeah. of the t- most of the time yeah. we're there, they've got sets for ongoing production. So half the studio is covered with. Uh, cloth black black cloth you can't see this time we actually got an idea of the vastness of the studio because there was nothing there except the concert room we stood in the the middle of the tight circle which was Davros's laboratory yeah Yeah. and just paving paving slabs that were down that was it yeah. yeah, those are from Riggsy's painting of the TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. As you can see on the video that oh, yes. um, <laughs> El Presidente has put up on the Staggering, ten minutes <laughs> Staggering Stories YouTube channel. The video rather more than I expected. Yeah, the hours. I didn't realise you could go for an hour long. I was going to say, do you remember when YouTube only used to take 15 minutes? Mm. Yeah, that, yeah, that was the max show. length you could actually yeah. watch. Yeah. Yeah. So get yourself a tub, a tub of popcorn and some coke. Yeah. <laughs> you too can see some of... Uh, I was going to say, I'll have to uh, studios. cut the old carousel down then, Oh. That means I could put the whole um, yeah, in, the panels, entire panels up, up yeah. in one go, yep. Nick Courtney and <laughs> et al. We've got Nick, one of Nick Courtney's ones up there, but split into four, yeah. I think. Yeah, I can cut them together then. Yeah. Yeah. So, any addendums? Ooh, 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 
<laughs> Funky Gibbon. Uh, I've again done them yet again. It's it's been a it's been a good period for me. Oh, it has been because um, just before Christmas we had the time and space role-playing book released right uh just after christmas literally we had the 10th doctor source book released oh yeah, yeah we have now had an independent fourth doctor uncanon series released oh okay. this is and this is an ongoing fan project mm-hmm. to do with the the books the comic strips and the audios what cubicle seven is doing with the tv series oh. i.e giving you a quick plot synopsis of the story yep. major characters of the story how to run the story as a scenario and also a couple of suggestions on spin-offs from said story this is rpg mm. this it? is rpg Role playing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, it is, it no, is no. Just in case anyone didn't know, yep. Cubicle Seven yep. was RPG, and that it, it, yeah, <laughs> the Cubicle Seven is the official licensed in BBC endorsed. Mm-hmm. They're a bit slow though. They're, they are a bit slow, but this this one is a completely unofficial, completely fan run, and you can own it's totally free, but you mm-hmm. can only download it as a PDF. Officially unofficial. It's officially unofficial, mm-hmm. and hopefully we shall be putting the um, link in the show notes. Yeah, mm-hmm. so the so BBC free. gives it its tacit approval. I don't think the BBC knows anything about it. They will no. now. <laughs> <laughs> the, actually, Eleventh Doctor source book. Yes, is out or shortly. I've had it for two weeks. Yeah, I, I've mm-hmm. seen. I've seen the um subscribers have dropped yeah i'm subscribers i've had it for a couple of weeks yeah it's not not officially out no. to on the general off, public but yeah and as i said it's that's the last one yeah. they're not doing a 12th doctor a part of, as part of that run and not i don't Maybe think they'll wait until yeah for a year or so couple, of, couple of seasons under his belt but yeah. with cubicle seven it's sort of like a snail's pace to get anything produced mm. for various reasons mm-hmm. i don't yeah. know the reasons people blame everyone but <laughs> it doesn't happen <laughs> they don't want to tread on any legal Toes. Yeah, it doesn't happen very fast. Mm. And then in a spate of a couple of months, a couple of weeks, mm. we suddenly had all these books drop. Yeah, it's good. So I'm just wondering what's going on. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, but <laughs> what's going on? Mm. So, yes, if you're into Doctor Who and certainly want to uh, branch out for various things that may be even out of print now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sort of various books and comic strips and whatever. Mm. This is a nice little source material. Mm. So I would recommend downloading it as mm. it's free. Mm. I should plug that. Free. <laughs> Um, we'll be putting a, a link at the end on I the show notes. Any more? Any more addendums? No. Anyone to mention somebody died today? <laughs> it's did. not really related it's, well, it's as not, such. It's not related, is it? But we did have Bowie Base. Yep, we did. Yep. Yes, Life as, as we were called in today, um, the news broke this morning of the death of David Bowie. Mm. Or Bowie, shock, depending on how you want to say yeah. it. Yeah, yeah it he was, kept it very quiet. Yeah. He had cancer for about I think, 18 months. I think it's yeah. the same way as we, Elizabeth Sladen. It was yeah. people in the know knew, mm. oh, but sure. it was yeah. kept very quiet from yeah. the general public. Yeah. And think, he even just put out an album. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. Last, yeah. last week was the launch of his latest album. Yeah. So you can bet your bottom dollar that's going to go straight to number one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yes, we had Life on Mars. So yep. anyone who watched the TV series Life on Mars, there was a heck of a lot of Bowie references. Oh, all the ashes, ashes to ashes. Shatner's great cover.
cover of uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from, from the less Walt, said about that, the better. Waters of Mars, the Run, name of yes. the, the base. Bowie base. Bowie base. Bowie base. Yep. Yes. Going off on a slight tangent, it's to do with dead rock stars and such. <laughs> um, they seem to be dropping like flies at the moment because just over a week back, sort of um, Lemmy from Motorhead sort of sadly passed away. Yeah. Yes, they, the I'll few, say I knew anything well, about they, him. The, I like the idea that they want to name yes, one of the new a elements. Super heavy element there's after a, him. Yeah, yes. there's three of the super heavy elements that they discovered. Okay. They want to call mm. one of them Lemmium. Lemmium. As it's heavy metal, and he was a heavy metal artist. Okay. So, I mean, apparently there's an online petition going. He doesn't have the same name recognition as David Bowie. I think it's his more notoriety than musicianship. Okay. Because I can't say I ever heard of him. It's Stuart thing. There you go. Oh, yeah. I remember him. Cracker Jack! Yeah, it's Friday. It's five to five, and it's Cracker Jack. <laughs> yep, that's all, that, yeah. all the heroes are going. Yeah, yeah old... and he wasn't caught by a yeah YouTube either. So. No, I don't think he was even tapped. There was no mention no. of him no. in any. And there is a connection between him and David Bowie because he was one of the few people that actually ever played the Laughing Gnome. Yes, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, one of the first tracks. Mm. Oh well, <laughs> is that it then? I think no more addendums. Redemptum doubt. As Andy was off enjoying himself with Mrs. Andy over Christmas and New Year. And a stuffed penguin. And a stuffed penguin. <laughs> yeah, we've got to mention, yes, yeah, so as I say, we have a companion for the head of Perch Week. We have Frobisher. We do have Frobisher. Yeah. He yeah. has just been put onto Facebook. <laughs> so I saw it. <laughs> but as, as Andy missed our last podcast, he is going to present to us all his hopes, fears, fears and dreams. Ooh! Yes, written very tongue-in-cheek, yes. Okay. <laughs> so, fire away. Um, the Shatner, do we think? Yeah. <laughs> What's the betting here? <laughs> yes, hopes, well, let's just say. Um, it will be announced this year that Thunderbirds Are Go will get an additional series of 26 episodes. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we shall see. And hopefully get yeah, get moved to a decent time spot. It's <laughs> 8.30 in the morning. On the Saturday, yeah, that's mm. not good. Yeah. That is a decent time spot for the kids who it's aimed at. <laughs> I only have shot one episode, and that's the one they put on in the evening the first mm-hmm. episode they mm, put on a decent right, yeah. time mm. Mm. <laughs> after that I'm asleep yeah. <laughs> have you not heard of video DVD recorders and catch up <laughs> and TiVo ITV, and ITV play ITV, ITV play doesn't work on it hardly anything it's mm. rubbish there will also be sequels announced for the Peanuts movie oh. and for another Moomins movie mm. oh. <laughs> Moomins take Manhattan <laughs> you never know let's hope not that one's a fear isn't it <laughs> To some people, yes. To me, never. <laughs> <laughs> and a relatively sort of uh, straight one here. Peter Capaldi <laughs> will stay on for one more season after this one, mm-hmm. but there will be a major overhaul of the production team. Ooh. Stephen Moffat will gracefully bow out. <laughs> <laughs> Or he might go kicking. <laughs> Sorry, it was the word gracefully there. <laughs> or he might go kicking and screaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and new script writers will be brought in. Basically, sort of, you know, sort of fresh, blo- fresh blood all around. So you're saying here, stay do four. So we do mm. this, this yeah, third this one, one coming up. The next one. And then yeah. one after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, fears. William Shatner, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, William Shatner. Didn't tell We'll outdo Michael Bublé and release an album of big band and swing covers. Featuring some of my favourite musicians, 
My second fear is it will go gold. <laughs> Lending to even more TV appearances on both sides of the Atlantic. Will and it be f- with Barrowman, though? <laughs> <laughs> really thought a combination. <laughs> <laughs> Two egos in one Battle room. Battle of the egos. <laughs> no. And my third fear... Tom Baker will never die. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Live everybody. Yes. And my dreams. Well, not so much dreams, more sort of wistful thinking. William Shatner will be one of the contestants on this year's I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. However, he will annoy the other contestants so much they will tie him up and slow roast him over an open fire. <laughs> <laughs> Just think of all the crackling. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of ham there. Mm. Yeah, oh. turning into a big. Let me look at, look at your face. What else? Yeah, my second dream, aka wishful thinking. Jeremy Corbyn, the leader of the Labour Party, will take over John Pierre Pertwee's role in the TV in the remake of the TV series Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and another, yeah, my third and most fervent, mm-hmm. the comedian and political activist Russell Brand will be paraded through the streets of Crawley in an open-topped oxen cart before being burnt at the stake in Queen Square. <laughs> I do why? Have to, I do have to ask why Crawley. You know, why, why there? Oh, easily accessible. Oh, OK. <laughs> For him or us. <laughs> well, that's some, some unusual hopes, fears and dreams. Yeah. How many of those will come true, is anyone's guess? <laughs> yeah. Well, time will tell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Usually does. He mm-hmm. does. Yep. <coughs> you someday we get uh, mm-hmm. Scott Stewart if he isn't dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are about to do a review mm-hmm. of Doctor Who. Yeah, it's a little line there for you. <laughs> Season 9, an overview. On the whole, I think I enjoyed this season a lot more than I enjoyed the last mm, season. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. There wasn't any episodes that I hated or detested or thought, what the hell are they trying to do? So, There's no listen there. No listen, <laughs> no listen, no listen moments. Oh, robots showed. Uh, <laughs> Kill the moon. <laughs> Muppets of Manhattan. Last season, season eight, yeah. uh, series eight, whatever, did suffer a bit the fact he had to keep going back to Earth. Yeah. Mm. Because of the whole Danny yeah. Angle, yeah. mainly. This time he didn't have that so much. So it was much freer to go and yeah. go out there and do things. And the two-parters, another reason you don't have to knit back every episode, because you were there for two episodes yeah. anyway. Yeah. So that definitely helped it, I think. I think so. The, the yeah. two-parters seem to have had mixed reaction. I like the two-parters. I think if the story's good enough to require two parts, mm. a lot of Facebook reaction by people who've only ever watched the new Who yeah. and have got used to one story in 50 minutes were finding it a bit disconcerting to have so many two-parters but there were some of the stories i wouldn't have actually considered like the girl who lived or the girl who died and the woman that lived i think they're two consecutive stories uh, yeah, rather I than two-parters no, I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that was a two-parter no. that was two separate stories with linking themes yeah and, linking it's, character. and it's like the face of raven i'll put it yeah. in there with it's almost like those last three yeah. followed well, on the, from each yeah. other. That, those last yeah. three were certainly a trilogy. Mm. They were a trilogy, but they weren't one story. No. no. Yeah, yeah. As I, say, I mean, this season was very much a departure from the norm. As you say, as previously stated, the majority of the episodes were two-parters, which was, mm. yeah, which was a good thing, because it enabled the writers you know, to, to make more of a story as opposed to compact it into 45 minutes, mm. and to also sort of flesh out any subsidiary characters as well. So we actually had... 
only really three proper yeah. stalls. Uh, yeah. Two parters. Yeah. So um, we had Magician's Apprentice, which is familiar. Yeah. Under the Lake Before the Flood. And the and Zygon, the Zygon version. version. The other ones weren't really two-parters. No. Well, so, so there aren't actually that many more two-parters you normally get back in the world time. An interlinked story. Yeah, they were interlinked, but they weren't... You, you could watch um, Face of the Raven without mm. having to watch... You could watch um, Heaven Sent without having mm, to watch yeah. Face... So you could watch them independently of each mm. other. It's also interesting that I think... If you go back and listen to my reaction, mm-hmm. I was fairly critical of some of the two-parters, i.e. Mm. that bit's unbalanced, that bit's got too much. That margin. is a problem with two-parters. But, but looking back, I think I've enjoyed it more. Mm. OK. You know, it sounds rather strange, but yeah. looking back, I, I think I've enjoyed mm. it overall, over the entire... I, I know at the time I was critical. Mm. I know I was very critical of the first episode. Mm. I think, for me, the, the weakest story... I think there's no question of the weakest story. <laughs> Sleep no more? I think everybody would agree with that. <laughs> because it was like, what the hell's going on with it? No. But I have to say, I wasn't too keen on the woman who... The girl who lived the, girl the woman who, who died. The girl, yeah. the girl who lived wasn't too bad, mm. but the second half of that, the, the highwayman one... Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was a bit bored. It, and it, it just didn't feel... that The whole fact that she... You know, the doctor had saved her, had saved her village, had come back there to save everyone by catching this jewel, and suddenly at the end of it, I have to save everyone from you. And it's like, you're the yeah. nutcase here, girl. Why are you <laughs> yeah. trying to save everyone from the doctor? <laughs> so, so, I, I, yeah. so, I, personally, I would have put the Ashilda two-parter lower than Sleep No More. Yeah. I enjoyed mm-hmm. Sleep No More. Sleep No More was, I think, what most people thought Listen was. It was coming from a completely different mm. angle and tried something new. Yeah, I was intrigued yeah, yeah. enough because it actually mixed up the format. Yeah, I mm. admit there was a lot of, what the is happening <laughs> here? It's the WTF episode. Yeah, with, yeah. With, with Sleep No More, but I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed the sh- Shield Yeah, Mice. I think I have to say I'd probably watch Sleep No More just trying to figure I'd out, you know, trying to figure out what the hell's and going on. I have watched it more, but only because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't understand it. As <laughs> first viewing, I think I'd probably the put it the woman who lived as the weakest, the worst yeah. one yeah, for me, yeah. I mean, and the first one and the sleep no more possibly mm, is tied. Yeah, I mean, I'd rate sleep no more higher because okay, you can draw the obvious comparisons between that and uh, aliens. You know, sort yeah. Of, oh yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, for want of another example, where uh, sort of you know, sort of films like the, uh, the Blair Witch Project yeah. and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. paranormal activity. Mm, yeah, that almost had a very nightmarish quality about mm. it. As I say, you're being stalked by sort of something that is of, of your own creation. You inadvertently created it. Yeah. Talking about uh, Heaven Sent here. <laughs> <laughs> so shall we go through these from the beginning of the season? Okay. So you, you had mm, the first no. one, the Daleks. If I can just interject. before You may all... interject. Only if you tidy up and clear it up afterwards. No problem. I'd say sort of without the stabilising effect of Danny Pinkup on Clara, I wouldn't say she'd be... <laughs> <laughs> I think Clara was becoming a lot more uh, manipulative, you know, a lot more of an adrenaline junkie and indirectly she was influencing where the doctor was going sort of you know, she was literally mm. sort of saying where are we going this week sort of making demands of him she, yeah last season in season eight she was an outright liar she did manipulate mm. people yeah you can tell that uh, she, she wasn't being truthful this season she's given up on that she just is out and out to doctor figure yeah. mm. junkie figure. Oh, she doesn't yeah. hide it anymore no. no no so she's a different character from that point of view mm-hmm. But it was setting her up for a fall, clearly, which was yeah. the whole point. Oh, I mean, well, that, yeah, I mean, that's what I stated in the past. 
last, yeah, you know, towards the end of the series, I mean, I do feel, you know, before it was announced she was leaving at the end of the season, you know, I do feel she was outstaying her welcome somewhat. So. Mm. Yeah, a little bit. I can see why she would have been probably better to go at the end of last Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I quite like what they did with her scene, yeah. which a lot of the time she wasn't yeah. even there. I, I liked, I liked... But, uh, the character was more relatable in a way, easier to like than she was last season, and let alone the season before that, when she was dreadful, the last mm-hmm. second half of season seven. I liked the interplay between her and Missy yeah. in yeah. this one. Mm, yeah. And it started off with her a little bit calmer, but it then grew again through the season, and you've got when mm. they land on the um, the underwater base, and it's like, oh, is, mm. you know, can we go somewhere else then? And mm. that I've just been stuff. at a party and left most of my, my coat and most of my dignity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a knickers. <laughs> I didn't like, um, with the first one, the Magician's Apprentice. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the portrayal of Unit. That didn't seem quite right. They no. they made Kate seem a bit thick. I think almost yeah. just to introduce Clara. Yeah, I in think the role. again the, that that was my initial yes. problem with that is to boost up the uh, the reaction. Everyone searching for the Doctor. That mm-hmm. reaction is they seem to be throwing a lot at the wall and seeing what was, yeah. would stick without rhyme or reason, and most of it. Because of that, Unit and um, Kate come off very poorly. Yeah, like they hadn't noticed there yeah. was, what, 380 bombs hanging you, in the air. Mm, I yeah. think yeah. Kate and someone would have noticed mm. that. Yeah, you'd expect so, yeah. It, it, they, again, it's, it's one of my major bugbears is making the character service the plot rather than the plot mm. service the character. Mm. They, they deliberately dumbed them down. Mm. because they needed mm. and I didn't get the two titles I mean they're lovely titles and I get the whole thing about you know your time between the magician's apprentice the witch is familiar what the bejesus has that got to do with anything to do with the story which one was Clara I think mm. both meant she I mean, was yeah. both they were both Clara they're both Clara but they yeah, both it still Clara. doesn't but that could have been the title of any of the stories if you see well, what yeah, I mean the title we, didn't we've, seem we've to match with um, the story we've had, we've had the line um, I was trying to go minimalist but ended up as a looking magician mm. so i think that's where that was tying back into that line yeah. from series eight but I was, the heist I th- the heist story oh was it yeah okay. i think when you have to actually sit and work it out <laughs> a lot of titles this season are kind of stretching themselves a bit yeah trying to be clever with the two mm. parties I, i'm sorry i don't mean to sound anybody sounding thick but that's the first thing that occurred to me with those two episodes that's clara oh yeah indeed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but that, it didn't seem to match with the st- it said nothing about it's the story. It's about Clara, but it's not about the story, so mm. to speak. Mind you, one thing I did see was Missy sort of giving full reign to her psychopathic. Oh yeah, oh that, yeah. I wasn't happy with Missy at uh, Darkwater. Mm-hmm. Didn't gel, but the actress has certainly come into her own with the character with her pointy ta- stick. Oh, with this time around, <laughs> well, this time they're writing for her, yeah, aren't yeah. they? So yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah, but when, yeah when um, Missy and Clara have you know, sort of sitting down having a cozy fireside chat, and um, <laughs> how's Miss, the boyfriend? Missy is indiscriminately sort of killing people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she was like, I liked her last mm. season, but she was much stronger. Yeah, it's, this yeah, it's oh, been much more. Yeah. Uh, she's completely handstand. She really was. I, mean, I liked the scene as well between the doctor and davos 
although mm. the doctor was being manipulated. Yeah. But he knew it was being manipulated. It was still a very well-written scene, the whole... You know, it was well-written I did, I did find it a little bit acted. Star Wars with I want to look upon you with my own eyes kind of bit, but apart from that one line, <laughs> yeah. um, it was... It was very good. It yeah. was very much two exceedingly old uh, acquaintances, I, I, even though no, they've been enemies friends, yeah. through but their I, lives. I, I just... There is one scene that sticks in my memory. A part of that, I want to look at the sunset with my own eyes. Oh, mm. isn't that beautiful? Isn't that... And it's the beautiful scene. He's got the sun... Sun has risen. The doctor has fallen or been trapped. Yeah. And everything, mm-hmm. and he just turns his back on the sun and gloats. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know that. You know, I was worried that we were going to have with Davos like we had with the Dalek in the first uh, season one. And go all soft and the, 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 the oh, soft right, and yeah. you know has to bask yeah. in the sunlight. Want yeah, to yeah. see the sun? No, that is not that. And then <laughs> you were having flashbacks. Yeah, and then he he. Everyone was talking about character progression and how he's going to... No, no, those type of people do not progress. They're in a rut. They know where they are. <laughs> they know where they're going. Well, and nuts to all this touchy yeah, feeling. Yeah. Or Darfur's going such a, you know, so against grain. You really yeah. was. I was going to yeah. say, after a couple of thousand years, if you mm. haven't changed... Yeah. You know, you're not <laughs> going to change. A leopard doesn't change its spot. Yeah. 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 But great work from Julian Bleach. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm glad they got him back. Yes. Yeah. He really got to... And it's just the way... Right, for that whole holding his head yeah. you know yeah. it's because he didn't have the strength to lift mm-hmm. it and I liked the, the Scarrow City and that they bought, they've rebuilt Scarrow somehow I enjoyed the episode I loved the interplay I thought it was very interesting I hope I don't see Davros and the Daleks for at least another two or three yeah. seasons yeah yeah I think they've been you I know why they're being used a lot yeah. they sell things they're popular but they weren't used abundantly before, and I think they could do yeah. with a couple yeah. of seasons. Mm. And I don't mean, oh, well, we only had a one. Literally, yeah. we don't see them at yeah. all, not even one as on his saying, own. Yeah. As <laughs> the saying goes, familiarity breeds contempt. I know, we can, I, I love the Daleks. Mm. I, I rejoice in every Dalek yeah. episode. But I understand and agree where you're coming from. That's what I mean. They should be used sparingly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, in the classic series, they were only used sparingly because basically they didn't have the license for yeah. them and had to pay huge but amounts. Sparingly? Well, that's sparingly no, back no, in no, the early you said, days. Yeah. If you, if you look um, between 66 and 72, they didn't appear at all because Terry Nation withdrew the license. I know, yeah. But the um, would have put it in every season mm-hmm. if they well, could But have the done. fact they well, didn't meant that when you saw it, it had much more of an yeah, impact. That, that's it. And that then, was more of a function of yeah. politics. And it I understand that if they could have used them, they would have used them. Oh, yeah. But they can't. And it's so much better because mm. they couldn't. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then we move on to the episode that a lot of people, and I have to agree, felt that was as close to an old Who episode as New Who has managed to do for mm. a long, long time. <laughs> mm. I, under the lake, before the flood, the mm. centre of facility under siege. Yeah, yeah, base, yeah under base, siege. base under siege story. That's, where, so the that's first what half. Doctor Who excels at. Yeah. yeah, that first half, we've done all this before, of course, in earlier podcasts, but that first episode was brilliantly outstanding. Oh, yeah. Really good, really good. They couldn't quite maintain it the second half, no. but then they've got to resolve things. But, they've got to yeah, they've got to get resolve the pots things. moving. But so. for me, from those two parts, besides the uh, faceless ghosts wandering around, my favourite bit is it, it's bigger on the inside, it's bigger on the inside, it's bigger <laughs> yeah. on the inside. Yeah. And it, it followed on in it. And it was nice to actually have a strong story following yeah. a strong story. Yeah. Because so often mm. the first one's really, we're launching, and then the second one isn't quite as strong. Either of those mm. could have been the, the series launcher. Mm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah, they, yeah. the first one, you've got Davos, Daleks, and Missy, but 
But in terms of storytelling and and the strength of the stories, I think either of them could have been the I first think, part. I think it was a more balanced two-parter mm. than the Dalek two-parter. Because mm. yeah. there, was, there was a lot of questions that were answered in the first episode, but there's also a lot of questions that weren't answered, answered. in the first episode. Mm. And I love the cliffhanger. <laughs> it's <laughs> nice to actually have a cliffhanger for a long time where you actually go, ooh, <laughs> and, you know, the ghost stopped to come into all you. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that felt like a good old-fashioned yeah. cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> then we moved on to the introduction of of someone who will be a long-running character, I suspect, mm, when well, they're not filming Game of Thrones. When they can get the uh, yeah, and uh, the girl who died, the woman who lived, bringing a shield of stroke me. Yeah, the first one was yeah. basically Beowulf, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It, it, the, first, team. the first one was uh, an out-and-out comedy. It was. A, oh, it was yes, the fun the fluff yeah. episode. In the Maya were only sort of supplemental to the plot anyway. The, I mean, they were yeah. just setting the scene more yeah, or less. The, the, the closest I could sum it up to, Robot Sherwood episode, the season previous. Mm. It was a, a light bit of throwaway mm. fluff. Yeah, I much preferred it to Robot of Sherwood. Yeah. Mm. Oh, good I can't really yeah. say why. The humour, I think, was just a bit different mm. from... Yeah, yeah, but there Robot Sherwood was very much about caricatures. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought the Maya were very reminiscent of the uh, Jadoon. Yeah, mm, they were. Yeah. yeah, somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I think with the Maya, it was more sort of bluff and they made mm. and thunder they made themselves out to be and then hit a low-tech village somewhere yeah. on a mm. backwards world yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and then with the woman who lived i really got a feeling that episode was just there we started in the first episode you had a mention of the hybrid yeah mm-hmm. and i got the feeling with that second episode it, it was a bit of fun but it was very really to set up a shielder's meat mm. yeah. and her character it's, it's- it was the next step in the arc. It wasn't actually a story by yeah. itself. Mm. It was uh, fulfilling in various requirements of the overall arc. Yeah. It was a bit of plot padding, yeah. basically. Yeah. Oh, it, it was a nice setting that was back there for a long time. Not, yeah, yeah, not trying to distract from the episode. I thought, yes, it had various drawbacks, like Lion-O. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, was, was, I thought uh, that would have worked a hell of a lot better if they had hooked him back into the thralls mm. yeah. from, yeah, from Warrior's Gate. There again, one thing we'll say about the woman who lived was, um, I think we get the first intimations of the gradual slipping away of um, Isildur's humanity. Yeah. My biggest problem this season has probably been a shielder, to mm. be honest. Every time she's appeared, she's been a bit different. Yeah. yeah. And she's never, ne- no version of her who I felt has been in any way compelling as no. a character. Yeah, there again. I mean, it seems to me that the immortal life she's been given is it's starting to have a dehumanising effect on her. She's writing down all her experiences in her journals. And as she says, she's only got finite memory. But there again, could she really sort of go back to any one, any one particular time? Because as we all saw, there were volume upon volumes of her diaries. Where would you remember to go and look That's in the journal? It, yeah, yeah. And, she just reads through them, I think. And also, also, for me, yes, it had the dehumanising effect, and I didn't exactly buy the suddenly finding humanity when everyone else is being attacked. Mm. Yeah. I didn't necessarily because, no. no. according to the story, she'd been in war, she'd uh, fought uh, Agincourt on yeah. the front line, yeah. so. Why should it was almost like a microcosm of the Doctor's yeah. journey, but yeah. literally within a, in in an episode. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons I think for me this is the weakest story is it's the one I can least well remember. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That, that's a sign when you've watched the whole series once and you can remember a lot about the others, and then I'd forgotten about the lion what's yeah. his yeah. chap and that yeah. kind of stuff. Clara's barely in it. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, what was the point of the Lion King in it? I mean, uh, I think it was just. Ju- just you who just has to have mm. a, an alien in every yeah. episode. Yeah, had to have, a, had to have yeah, a threat. So it just seemed unconvincing, to say the least. Yeah. yeah. Then the one that all the fans had been wanting to see. 
Osgood stories. <laughs> yeah. So she wasn't in the first two-parter at all, was she? Osgood. Yeah. No. She no. wasn't at unit. She, we no, didn't mention her. her at all, I think, in the... Well, so in the Saigon Invasion, yep. she's really only in it at the very beginning. She's hardly in the first episode. Yeah, mm. yeah that's true. But if she's in it and she's mentioned, but she wasn't... Yeah, because you've got the, um, the bit... Because we had that other scientific... Advisor, yeah, who, Jack, who, I think yeah, the name was who him. comes a cropper in this episode. Yeah, gets yeah. killed off pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah again, I mean, how many people thought of Operation Nutrie when the, we all saw the doctor talking to two little girls <laughs> <laughs> in, yes, in the playground? Totally. <laughs> it was rather unfortunate. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, just reading the papers, all the doctor is pulled up for historic sex crimes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a tad unfortunate. Yeah. But I, th- I think this was one that was definitely the fans wanted to see. Yeah. Controversial the first episode particularly. It was the social commentary was pretty yes. pretty thick. Oh heavens um, to, yeah uh, it's who certainly during the Pertwee era laid it on pretty thick as well. A few stories, not that many really. Yeah. Given how many you had, there were two or three which were out and out social commentary. Yeah, that I mean there was there were episodes that were uh, but they weren't as obvious I think as these. Well I don't know. I don't know because talking about the um, yeah, time period I was watching my mental attitude i didn't notice anything during green death or the peladon stories or was uh, it the sun not the sunmaker death to the daleks yeah. sunmakers yeah, yeah sunmakers and all that mm-hmm. yeah. but then we weren't paying taxes That's when exactly, the sunmakers exactly. was there. <laughs> but this one i think it was a little bit more obvious that the zygons were basically well, refugees refugees oh. and that yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff I'm not sure um, if it was more I, I loved the speech oh. That, I mean, that's, that's the next. That's the next episode. That's yeah. the next episode. Yeah, well, so we'll take the whole story. Okay. Yes. I mean, yeah. the, the, Oops, that is definitely going to be one of the classic speeches. Oh yeah. I have to ask though, because obviously this isn't the first time that happens. Because the doctor says you wanted to lose your memory the last time, so it's obviously happened once or twice or thrice before. So he claims. So he claims. So he claims. Does he make the same speech each time? <laughs> Improves on each time. I don't know. He modifies it, tweaks it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows if it really did come around the second time? But I, I don't I, know. I liked little touches like the fact he had a Union Jack yeah. <laughs> and yeah. parachute. The, oh, the, yeah. The, the, the safe is behind the photograph of the first Doctor mm. or yes. painting of the first Doctor. <laughs> this whole speech thing really does show just how much better they're treating the Doctor this season than last season. Oh, yeah. Capaldi has been well, given more of a chance they, they are to now, really find his character. Yeah, they're now writing for the character. They've tested out first season, whatever. They always test out the character. Certainly, yeah, yeah. certainly by the last episode of the first season, you definitely know who the Doctor is, mm. and everyone knows who the Doctor. And they can start writing properly for him. And and this one is certainly it's got it. It's hitting. Yeah, and we've got the Doctor there with his guitar and all that yeah. sort of stuff, mm-hmm. which presumably Capaldi wanted. Had, yeah, had a, and, this, uh, the roundels. Uh, yeah, as we yeah, the, yeah. the roundels are in there. The room now. I'm, I'm just remembering the clockwork uh, squirrel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which didn't seem to be yes. there on the console room. I no. didn't see it. Mm. No. We then moved on to the ghost story one. Sleep no more. Yes. Sleep no yes. more. Okay. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said it's before. interesting. Brave efforts. Yeah. yeah. It, it, as you said, trying to push the format and mm. mix it up the show as far as you can. We've always said that who can be anything. Mm. And mm. this is putting it to the test. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, think there were some editing problems, particularly at the end. It was not very clear what was going on. Yeah. Mm. So there were some issues there. We've had editing problems like that before. Disappearing pirates. Yeah, exactly. You can't necessarily <laughs> blame the writer for that. No. Mm. I, 
think it was a brave effort. It was a break from yeah. the norm in the fact yeah. there were no there were no opening titles. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people didn't notice there were no opening titles, mm. and I like the fact you walked into it. In the, yeah, the doctor was already yes. wandering around. There was mm. no, you didn't land or anything. You walked. You walked in I mean, to see the to, doctor. To extent yeah. every episode you walk into, yeah. things don't kick off just no. because the doctor's there no. ordinarily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, he yeah, aggravates the situation. One but, point. <laughs> one point I must raise. We saw this episode while we were out in the states. We were in uh, New, yeah. New York. Yeah. And it's very appropriate because before the episode was screened, you know, sort of down in the main um, conference hall, <laughs> I've been having a kip up in my room. <laughs> and I thought, I'd, I woke up about 10 to 9. And I thought, bloody old Doctor Who's all in 10 minutes' time. So I stumbled down this sort of downstairs, still half asleep. So, so you're in the best frame of mind to watch yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> to watch a programme called Sleep No More. Yeah, you didn't get much sleep the rest of the night, did you? <laughs> also, I think the level of special effects, what mostly sticks in my mind for this one is, I can't remember the character's name, but that professor, the doctor, mm. slowly crumbling yes. mm. at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that's the, yeah, yeah. That's the image that I carry from this episode. Mind you, oh, okay. I did like the monsters. A lot of monsters in Doctor Who have a definite face. These ones didn't. Yeah. They had a mouth, didn't they? Yeah. Um, well, scream-like mouth. Yeah, scream-like mouth. Basically, their, their entire face, which had, you know, sort of added a sort of nightmarish quality to them. Mm. Then yeah. we had the three-parter. Kind of. Kind yeah. of. Each one followed on to the yeah. next. They yeah. So you had Face the Raven, yeah. i.e. Diagon Alley, and <laughs> you had one job. How did you get it wrong? Yeah. <laughs> um, the brilliant story, my, my humble opinion, the brilliant story <laughs> yes. of Heaven Sent. I think we're all unanimous on that one. And yeah. then the interesting Hell Bent. Yeah. So mm. the, the Raven one, I, it was interesting, but I don't know. Uh, right, <laughs> for, for me, um, the last time they tried this as a three-parter was uh, Russell T's Utopia... Yeah, the master two-parter. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. Which was a proper two-parter. Which was sound the top of, Utopia, Sound of Drums... And Last of the Time Lords. Yes. Last of the Time Lords, Though yeah. that, that was essentially a three-parter. Mm. Mm-hmm. I thought Utopia was spectacular. I thought Utopia could not be surpassed and mm. was looking forward to the other two. <laughs> and for me, they, at the time, there was such a letdown. Mm. This one yeah. maintained the tension mm. all the way through. Mm. Each episode, I won't say each episode was better than the last, but the tension and the interest, for me, was maintained through each episode. It helps a lot that each episode is its own self-contained story yeah, in yeah. a way. Yeah. You don't have to worry about trying to maintain that over mm. twice the length of a normal story. Mm. I like the fact with the Raven one, it very much is that Clara, she does get hoist by her own petard. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good grief. She, 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 she tries to be the doctor. Yeah. She really yeah. did. Yeah. The sin of pride. Mm. Oh, good grief, very much. I mean, sort of, well, somebody says, well, I think the correct word to use is hubris. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I was looking for. Yes. Yep. It was a, an appropriate death for Clara, yeah. I think. Mm. It's it, leading up to this for yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah, you know, a couple of time, seasons, yeah. really. Mm. Uh, and certainly throughout the whole of this season, we've had, I won't say major hints being dropped, but there's the continuous I have a duty of care. Yes. That the doctor kept on mentioning. You did mention that a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Once, twice, thrice. <laughs> yeah. I'm really not sure if you can actually call Heaven Sent a Doctor Who episode or just a mm. brilliant piece of I think, TV drama. Yeah, I think because so. it, it doesn't feel, it's not like 
any no. any other Doctor Who episode we have ever had. Nope. There's no comparison, old or new Who, and it doesn't have, other than the Doctor Trapped, yeah. it doesn't have any of the other ingredients that you generally have with the Doctor Who story. Mm. It's an amazing piece of acting, I think, on behalf of mm. Capaldi. Well, yeah. I think oh, it's yeah. a case of the Doctor going full circle. I mean, he's got no companion, plus he's going back to his old clothing again, or so going back to the sort of the neat sort of collared shirts, you know, sort of the uh, crombie jacket. Yeah, whereas he did let himself go in a way, sort of. You know, with the, yeah. Uh, I'm with Gene. I think this is a, a, it's a wonderful Doctor episode, but I generally i think it's an awesome piece of television period. Oh, yeah. oh very much yeah. so yes. yeah i mean the, the closest i can come to it is as i've mentioned in the commentaries east ender episodes where they do a two-hander mm. mm. you have just have two characters <laughs> usually arguing throughout the house or <laughs> yeah. very different <laughs> sets and locations dumb. but it, it, it's the fact that it's, it's one man for over 50 minutes mm. just yeah, holding just 55 have, minutes have, yeah. well it was a monologue that's yeah. what it was it's treating the program as drama yeah. which it yeah. is yeah, mm-hmm. it, it might be silly drama set with laser guns in outer space, but it's still a drama yeah. TV series, um, yes. and you actually see uh, that there. A comparison which I couldn't, you know, couldn't help but draw was you know, between that and the prisoner. Mm. He was a man alone, he's sort of in an unfamiliar environment, being stalked by something, whether it's Rover or the what was the uh, creature called? Veil. It was subtle. You, you kind of like as he went through, you, your awareness of what everything was that it was yeah. his mm. prison, etc., yeah. etc. Slowly. And that that's what caught me by surprise, the fact that we were entering the action halfway through. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. think of you at the beginning, but mm, yeah. and it's another experimental one. Yeah. But this one worked. It's worked. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's worked well. no more. Again, it shows how far you can push the format. Yeah. And then we went home. Mm. <laughs> how how many nerdgasms were there when the camera panned around and we saw the citadel? Um yeah. I I was nerdgasming when we saw the sand. Mm. <laughs> like sand. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah, I can't get enough of sand. As soon as you sand saw fish. the sand and the colour <laughs> the, the of the sand, yeah. Because, uh, we were, again, we were watching mm. this... I'm not sure what it was, but me and Karen... This was in the hotel when we watched this one. I yeah, think. but me, me and Karen were... were Someone else watching this, I think, because I, I immediately reached out and grabbed Karen's leg yeah. as soon as the split opened. He I think we was in drag. No, no, it was because you got the tail end off. at the end of oh, Hell yes. Bent. Yeah. Where he, so we're yeah, so for that. Tell them yeah. I've come home the long way round. Because yeah. 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 so, we were in Dragon Maker's room watching the tail end of that, and we almost heard the screams from downstairs in the auditorium. I'm sure. The only difference is we were pigging ourselves on sort of blue cheese and crackers. Yeah, I think Keith picked up on. This one, little ones, where they he's eating his soup, put yeah. down your weapon, mm. and he drops the spoon. Drop the spoon. <laughs> yeah. 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 And the fact that the people of Gallifrey they know who yeah. he is, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're standing the around balls. protecting him. Mm. Yeah. And yes. the little bit of comedy with the housekeeper. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. And then when it comes to Asylum, she just Doesn't stands in the bother. doorway and <laughs> <Yeah>. looks. <laughs> I again, I I think this was a nice capper of mm. of the season. It's very rare for who to do a arc that works for me. Most of the arcs, except for a minor few, have seemed to be hammered in in one way mm. or another. Mm-hmm. This, to my mind, the arc works smoothly to this end bit where it all come to fruition. Which arc, though? Mm. Because there were two arcs in this. You've got this arc of him finding yeah. Gallifrey, mm. which is nice. There was the other arc, which I don't think paid off. No. Which no. was the hybrid arc. You've got this whole thing running through the hybrid. That was very Is, vague, is he was. the hybrid? Yeah. Is yeah. the Fair enough. It was it was nice and subtle, even though you all knew it was there. Compared to some of his some, arcs, yeah. it was subtle, but it didn't pay off. 
there was no payoff at the end of it. That, you don't know who the hybrid is. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's maybe that's something you know, a question to be answered later yeah. on. Yeah, I, I mean, doubt it. Speaking of which, I think the ending did raise sort of, you know, sort of a few questions because by that time, Clara, well, she, she was basically a living corpse. Yeah, she's, she's a, zombie. a she's a, a temple zombie. Yeah, a temple zombie. Mm-hmm. And the thing was, even though Ishilda, in her own words, was there to clear up the mess that the Doctor left behind, by that time I feel she was well. I wouldn't say immoral as such. To me, it felt like she had shed the last vestiges of her humanity. Yeah. She was just you know, sort of working to her own agenda. Plus, Clara as well, who in previous episodes has you know, sort of been sort of lying and manipulative. Those two running amok in the TARDIS, who is going to be clearing up whose mess? Yeah. Who was the shield working for? Is mm. she working for herself or is she working, well, for, the ta- it, is yeah. she working for the Time Lord? In which case, Clara's going to be taken straight back to Trap Street yeah, and snuff it. There again, the way she's manipulated the Doctor in previous episodes, will she do the same with the Shielder? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Not because... Well, because can't no, help but think. Yeah. No, because if it's, uh, mm. if it's the Time Lord's in the control, mm. they're going to get no choice. That particular TARDIS is going to be call- pre-programmed mm. to be sent back yeah. or it's got a recall circuit and it's going to be dragged all the way back to Gallifrey. The thing with the Gallifrey story, I like, there was elements I liked about it. I like the fact that, you know, the whole thing about the first thing you notice about the Doctor is he hasn't got any gun. And that's the last. And that's the last. And they all (laughs) handed over the list of it. And I know some people didn't like it. It showed how much of a negative impact Carver's character had. The fact that he shot... Yeah. I can't remember his name. The General. The General. The General doesn't have a name. And okay, the guy regenerates, but he killed that general... That's not something the Doctor would normally do. And I think that was in there to show how much he had been... I won't say driven mad, but how much his character had gone so much out of being the Doctor that it's almost like Clara had become the Doctor Mm. and he had gone... There was a role reversal, yeah. A role reversal. Two points. He said actually just before the mind wipe that he's gone too far mm. yes that yeah, he yeah. And he stopped op- dressing like a doctor too yeah mm. it was all black yeah, yeah. More, but it, he's gone too far that he sh- has done too much mm. that again streaks back to time Lord victorious yes with a uh, tenant's doctor and if you go too far always make amends which losing his memories was him making amends, amends yeah mm. for the arc i think it, the answer to that is because it was prophecy the prophecy mm. was vague the prophecy was for self-fulfilling it's a question of the time lords try to force the prophecy the prophecy was the hybrid would be standing in the ruins of gallifrey mm. that's what they were worried mm-hmm. about yes. and that's what you saw it mm. was harmless and it was meaningless yeah. it's both of them either or both yeah. of those mm. people could have been the Doesn't matter, we there. assume that Gallifreyans had left time yeah. wasn't mm. just gone left yeah. Gallifrey behind at that point yeah it wasn't the big yeah. death of the that, race that, that's, that the, that's, what the, that's what they were panicking about and that's what they were trying to force mm. yeah my biggest problem with it is that again it's a shielder and I just did not click with that character at all yeah mm. no yeah. I can understand yeah. that yeah. I so I, I did love the image of them both sitting there wing back chairs game of chess mm. Mm. Yeah. at the end of the everything yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the actress and I thought she played the character well but no I'm, I wasn't overly wasn't enamoured by the yeah. character there wasn't enough, enough, enough character the there oh, no. there yeah. wasn't enough character no. there we've got this name that we can bring in for a few episodes yeah. let's yeah. make yeah. an arc around them yeah. 
there wasn't enough there to, to make it worthwhile, I think. Not enough meat on the bones. Huh? No. It, it, but that's a minor part. The first two seasons of... Or the first three seasons of Stephen Moffat's The Maximus series, the arcs were heavily prevalent the, through the whole series. Oh, yeah. The, the last two, the arcs have had a lighter touch to yeah. them, which I think has actually been to the benefit of yeah, the season. Yeah, I, I think so. But on the other hand, there is... Been very little payoff to yeah. those arcs as well. I, as I say, the the arc work. Mind for you, me. I don't think there's much payoff to the arcs for the first three seasons. <laughs> yeah. either, the, but, the yeah. arc worked for me. I'm not mm. to say necessarily saying the character did. did. Yeah, there's okay. two there's two yeah. different yeah. factors there. And I like the double bluff all the way through of sort of like the Doctor being the Doctor Dalek yeah. hybrid thingy mm. that's been hinted through. <laughs> I mean, all in all, I think it's one of the completest series I've liked for yeah. some time. Mm. I mean, my only other one would have been the Dr. Donna series where I'm like I can't find a bad story in there (laughs) (laughs) it it is the first season for a long time where I've I've enjoyed all of the stories some Mm. greater than others but I enjoyed watching there wasn't any of them where I sat there going oh why am I watching this I think (laughs) I could quite happily go back and watch every episode Mm. of this season Mm. it's a long time since I've been able to say that Mm. I think now that Clara has left me the Doctor will have much more of a free reign in what he does it's going to be interesting what they do next season season if Capaldi's mm, only saved one more season yeah. if Moffat Sony won't say one more season mm. it would be nice if they had one season companion mm. I think yeah. I think I've said this in the commentary mm. which isn't out yet Osgood I thought would be, would be yeah, perfect be for perfect, one season yeah. companion Yeah, because then you, you don't have to introduce her you don't have all that set up you have that ongoing mystery is she the Zygon mm. one or yeah, human yeah. one mm. if people want to have an alien as a companion yeah, they could reveal that she is indeed a Zygon mm. have yep. a bit of shape changing later in the season then she leaves at the end be, may, maybe killed off doesn't or, matter or, there's another or, Zygon back go back goes back to similar to Dr. Donna's season because Donna you already had the character established she came in that one season and the end of and then you have a complete reboot effectively like you did at the beginning of Moffat's time 2010 for for season 11 Mm. which I think would be perfect but we'll see what they do but uh, we shall see I think the only thing I really really didn't like about this season is not letting Clara die. Mm, I know she's yeah. a walking corpse, <laughs> but she's a walking corpse. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like he can't actually kill. Yeah. Finally, <laughs> in the ground, dead. Not, you know, I've kind of thing said with this, character. I've said this when we reviewed it. I've said this in the commentary. But at the end of Heaven Sent, as soon as we saw Gallifrey, I knew Clara was going to live. See, I, knew Clara was I didn't mind survive. bringing it back for that one, but it would, I think they still needed to actually have the death at the end. I didn't like it first time round, but having rewatched it a few times, I don't mind the fact that she's been brought back so much. But next time, they've got to kill somebody, sure. That raven had one job and he didn't even get that right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've been watching more TV. We have. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. apart from watching the Christmas special over um, Christmas time, we watched Sherlock. A twisty-timey Sherlock. Mm, A bride who is abominable. Not a snowman, then? No. No.
I saw it at the cinema, this one. Did oh, you? oh, yes, it was simulcast, yeah. wasn't it? Well, uh, in fact, I think it was on a bit earlier, because they had bits at the end. Bits at the beginning, they had a making of at the end. Yeah. And the little introduction at the beginning from Moffat, showing around the Victorian version yeah. of a 221B Baker Street. <laughs> so what did everyone think? I thought it was brilliant. I, I, I did enjoy it, i got to admit. Uh, it took me a moment to get my head round the time-twistiness. Yeah, being catapulted between Victorian London and the present. But, but but I did predict quite a long time ago that it would not be out of continuity. It would somehow be not a flashback, but some kind of imagination yeah. or a story mm. being written. It's his mind, Palace, isn't it? Mind, yeah. Palace, yeah. Or was it, um, as I said, yeah, a drug-induced hallucination? <laughs> Is there any difference between no, the two? No. Yeah. Not really, yeah. Once we stepped up, it fit, everything clicked into place and I was quite happy with what was going on. Okay. Mm. I didn't think it burst the bubble or ruined it or, or spoiled no. it. Yeah. It was within keeping... Oh, yeah. Of yeah. the story. No, it's very good, very clever. Oh, yeah. Very, very I mean, clever. but I was quite happy to see it as a wholly Victorian his all rendering of Sherlock. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It doesn't take you anywhere any further than where you were to start with no. when no. the plane took off. No. I have to admit, it's sort of like, yeah, if you took that out of the whole thing, I don't think you're going to notice much difference. But I thought it was, it was a thoroughly enjoyable yeah. story. That was really fun to see all the characters in the Victorian era. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I love the, the, the little in-jokes, it's the illustrator. He's out of control. I had to grow this moustache <laughs> yeah. just so people could recognise me. Yeah. Yeah, or Mr. Creosote's appearance. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I did Mycroft. wonder... That's Mycroft. Yeah, I did wonder how they were going to portray Mycroft because I, I was used to the, to the books mm. yeah. by Mycroft being, Awfully. I won't say obese, but a, a large gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just the fact that Holmes and Mycroft were taking bets on his life expectancy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. wasn't sure at first if it was just him voicing in it and yeah. a different actor no but it was uh, yeah but it was actually him under all the prosthetics yeah, yeah, yeah. Him yeah once it yeah, got close on you could tell yeah, if you, Mark Ga- Mike Gatiss is if you forgive me in a fat suit he is yeah. Yeah. a very good one yeah, oh god yeah yeah fat hand it's, 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 it's the it's the, <laughs> the expression on his face when he reaches out for that last plum duff <laughs> <laughs> he enjoyed that yes 11 months and 6 days <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and when and when they paid a visit to the uh, Diogenes club yes um, yeah the the hand gestures with the subtitles underneath. Oh, yes. yeah. oh yeah. Uh, Is this yeah. the first time the Diogenes Club has been in Sherlock? Because I, I don't think, think so. I don't think it's ever been mentioned I in th- the modern day. I think it has. Yeah, doesn't Mycroft th- still go there? I, 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 I think it's been mentioned in the modern days. So I don't right. know if we've has, actually been there. I don't have been there. I'll yeah. have to go back and watch mm. episodes again. I must have blanked them. I do apologise. Yeah, it doesn't look the same, clearly. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Yeah. I thought they ca- they captured the look and they kept a degree of the modern Sherlock. Mm, the way they detect it and all the rest of it but still giving it the Victorian twist this Sherlock is not the Victorian Sherlock but he's not quite modern Sherlock either but yeah so it it did that nice hybrid of somewhere in between in that it it kept the modern Sherlock but Mm. put it back into the Victorian era it didn't it didn't betray either version so to speak Mm, no oh and it was Benedict Cumberbatch sort of emoting Jeremy Brett oh yeah I'm not so sure I found the Victorian Sherlock harsh Oh, yes. Jeremy Brett and the Conan Doyle uh, Sherlock just didn't understand certain manners, so Mm. it didn't bother with them. Mm. While the Cumberbatch Sherlock was more vindictive. Mm. He understood some of the remarks and they were used to hurt. Jeremy Brett could be pretty cutting as well. Yeah, but I I, I get the feeling that with the Jeremy Brett and certainly the Conan Doyle Sherlock, Mm -hmm. it's not not done... Conan Doyle wrote it. 
No, no, the, 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 the literary version. Uh, the, literary the literary version, version. the current Conan Doyle oh, Sherlock like in the books. Yeah. yeah, It's not done with a sense of malice. It's done with a sense of I don't understand Bit malice. Yeah, maybe I haven't. But then that's because this time. is that's what I'm saying. This is a modern yeah. church. So yeah, it kept that, that that's element what I mean. of it that's being a modern I mean. I don't, th- I don't well. think it's the Jeremy Brett Sherlock. I yeah. think it's more done with a sense of I understand the reaction sure. that this sentence is going to get. That's why I'm saying it. Now, old. Um, Cumberbatch or young Cumberbatch has never been shall we say the most portly of gentlemen he's always been a slightly lithe mm. character but yeah. was it me it was either the makeup or did he look quite gaunt at some of it <laughs> yeah, he did actually yeah. yes and um, I like the way sort of they hold back to the um, original Conan Doyle novels you know say was it uh, was it cocaine or uh, yeah, yeah morphine yes. yeah morphine yeah. That's well, they're very good at that in mm. Sherlock in general aren't yeah. they mm. the, 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 the list of chemicals that you've <laughs> taken yeah. and just getting them to the plane yeah, yeah. Toy, Brett's also I like the fact the music yes mm. it's quite reminiscent yes. of the Jeremy yeah. Brett version yeah. even the uh, the opening and the closing bit as well with him looking out the window, window yeah mm. like the I, th- I thought it was actually yeah. closer to the time. music they did yeah. for the um, Iron Man oh, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr I thought it was closer mm. to Robert Downey Jr films mm. that kind of like almost sounding like it not Barry Liker but it I think, like I think I think I think that's more the, the modern Sherlock. Yeah, I think the modern Sherlock Bits. sounds more to the yeah. um, the, the yeah. movies because it, it's virtually the same. It's different tunes, obviously, it's mm-hmm. the same original, but it's the same instruments. Mm. Coincidentally, I think. Yeah, it's about the same time. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's mm. parallel uh, evolution. They yeah. haven't copied each other. No. They've just come up mm. with the same ideas. So yes. it, was, it was it was very good. Yes. It was very entertaining. Was it a year's worth of waiting or two years <laughs> worth of waiting? Considering it's one story and you're going to have mm. heaven knows before the next yeah. one. Mm. Well, I'm for, glad for they did Sherlock, it. I'm glad they did it. But for Sherlock I think... fans, I mean, we think we're going to be hard done by for not having Doctor <laughs> Who for 12 months. Right. They've waited that long for one episode. It's, it's, it was a very good episode. It was a damn good episode. It, I think it was an original episode. Uh, I, I mean, It wasn't taken story, from yeah. the books. Yeah. It was an no, original it's story. It's taken from a phrase in the book, I believe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ah. yeah, I think it's one of the cases that hasn't been... But I don't remember there being an episode in there where Sherlock kept time travelling back and no, forth. No, so no, no. But obviously so. they had uh, the back Falls, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. was actual yeah. scenes. As it was it. seen and in the, yeah. the, the actual scenes. Kind of. were, yeah, sort of, yeah, from Watson's point of view, sort of both in the modern series and in this one, where they have the flashbacks to Afghanistan, where he's sort of yes. suffering from post well, they, they, yeah. they both started the same mm. way, but yeah. one yes. was 2000, the other one's 1900. It's been a very long going war. That's clever. I did like the whole Harking Back full thing. Mm. Harking back to what Andy just said, they actually got back the same actor, the friend of both of them. It was the same actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Lots, lots, lots of characters who, yeah. were brought back. In the, he's, he's, he's only appeared in the first episode, yeah, but they yeah. brought him back. Um, it was nice to see Inspector Lestrade with a nice big set of mutton chops. And on the back of the Riker back full where it was uh, Watson who kicked her. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just pushed him over. Yeah. Just kind of kicked, kicked oh, dear, I slipped. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Moriarty. Yeah. It's, it's, when, my when turn he, now. When he knows he's a figment <laughs> of Sherlock's imagination. Yeah. Just, yeah. And there's that memorable line, I'm an army doctor. I can break every bone in your body while naming them. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. that nice moment in the train too mm. where Watson changes to modern Watson. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You suddenly see the difference yes. between the old and the new Watson. Because yeah. he was, I think, a bit more channeling than Nigel Bruce 
version somewhat. Yeah. Not quite that mm. bad, that caricatured. You can see the tainted signs. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then it was interesting to see almost, almost instantly flip to the, yeah. the model. Almost playing a parody of his own character. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh. yeah. The way they handled Mrs. Watson, because oh, in the, the Victorian whole, uh, ones, yeah. the, there wasn't a lot for the <laughs> for the character to do because the, the women weren't. Bit, think... And the fact that she's sort of like is still a spy in this one for Moriarty. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. Moriarty, for Mycroft. Mycroft. Yeah, Mycroft, I think yeah. I think in the actual books, Mrs. Watson may have been the client from Sign of Eight, but we don't know because she isn't mentioned at all. No. There may also have been two Mrs. Watsons because I think she may have died halfway through the books. I think mm. so, yeah. Yeah, but, but yeah. it's again, that's a throwaway line that isn't mentioned. Yeah. And also, um, Hudson. Mrs. Hudson. Yeah. All I do is bring up the tea. I mean, <laughs> don't get any lines. Uh, yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. just the way the Watson sort of just chucks her under the chin and says, "Yes, we'll make us something nice for dinner tonight." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah. different ways in which yeah. the female characters yeah. are written are dealt oh, with. Yeah. I thought that was quite nice. <laughs> yeah, that was and the whole storyline, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, the old suffragettes and all yeah. of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was yes. the whole point of it. I did like the fact that she got the letter from M, and the f- of course, yeah. the first thing you think is Moriarty. Moriarty. Oh, I did. I got Mycroft immediately. I've got the two. Mycroft or, or, yeah, or, or I was leaning towards Mycroft. It, it, it never even occurred to me it was Moriarty. I saw Mycroft immediately, which again fits in with the modern version yeah. rather yeah. more. It was it was enjoyable. It, it was, was great. Enjoyable. I would say yes. that the final third was not quite as good as the first two no. thirds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, once you start coming back to the modern day, yeah, and then have to go back into yeah. the past again, mm. it starts to lose momentum a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That first hour is really good, really yeah. funny, really solid stuff. In fact, hard to believe them doing any Victorian Sherlock better than that. <laughs> Even if there isn't a story, we don't know what was discovered, what was resolved, who did it, or anything else. We do, we do. We, we, we know how the uh, the bride yes. faked her death and then yeah, but committed suicide. They are noted as saying at the end, I'll you know, sort of chalk this down as one of my rare failures. Yeah. I mean, whether he, that. whether he said that lightheartedly or whether he meant it. Is that because he just didn't, uh, he didn't, didn't save the save Guy, yeah. yeah, he was there to be killed, wasn't <laughs> and he? also I think we should have a little shout out to Tim McInerney, yeah, who has appeared in the Jeremy Brett Sherlock Holmes. Oh, had he? He okay, was in he that. was in the Red Headed League. Oh, right. so he's, yeah, he's been in both. It does seem familiar. Yeah, and Doctor Who, yes, and Doctor Who. <laughs> but he, he seems to be cast as a Victorian gentleman. He seems the perfect fit for yeah. a Victorian gentleman. Yeah, slightly dodgy Victorian gentleman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, indeed. Yeah, yeah, really. Clever stuff. I gave me the sort of pleasure that I got from some like Day of the Doctor. Yeah, mm. yeah. Sort of instant, immediate. Really like it. Yeah, yeah. big screen. Which, which yeah. is something yes. in modern Doctor Who I find I don't get that much. No, I have to rewatch an episode a few times before I really start to appreciate it. Whereas there are a few which must, I get as instant. Must be my naivety. I found that this season particularly. There's some which I episodes which I quite like on first viewing, but it doesn't. It takes me a few viewings to really warm up yeah. to them. Mm. Yeah. I don't like know I said, must be my naivety. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame yep. we have to wait a while, but uh, yeah, we're the, it's good the, that we didn't wait a long time and then get a duffer. It's a different, slightly different situation for Who, because you've got Matt um, Stephen Moffat, who's in very much in demand, but with this one, we also have Cumberbatch, who is very much in demand at the moment, and Martin, Martin Freeman, Freeman, who's and, very much in demand. Yeah, I think if they've ever heard of things called contracts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's getting a bit in the calendar where they can all mm. be together at the same time. Yeah, yeah I mean, obviously. Cumberbatch is off doing Marvel films now. Yeah, so's uh, Martin Freeman as well. Yeah, and he's just come off 
doing Hobbit films. He's done Hobbit films. He's not such a major character in Marvel, but uh, they'll be filming again sometime this year. I think I I have read somewhere they are filming series four this year. Yeah, so we may get that in the new year, January 1st, 2017, if we're lucky. Yeah. people have been writing to us again oh yes. thank you thank you Absolutely thank you wonderful. thank you thank you thank oh you. and thank you that's simply beautiful just for me it's beautiful yeah. thank, you. Keith, thank you thank you Keith. thank you now i'm not sure if phobish is going to join in reading any of well, these he's got the microphone he has got the microphone <laughs> but i think phobish has annoyed someone who? Oh. Someone we haven't said hello to. Oh, no. The head of Perp <gasps> at the other end of the room oh. glaring oh. at Frobisher. Frobisher's <laughs> yeah. eaten all his fish. The He's giving Frobisher the evil eye, the Perp we raised. The, the chocolate herrings. There again, the head of Perp has got a, a croupier's visor on. Mm-hmm. Frobisher's got a pair of 3D glasses on. And a top hat. And a hat, yeah. Uh, we better say hello to him then. Hello, hello head of Perp And a hello, hello Frobisher. Yes, yeah. welcome Joining us today, big talking bird. Yes. Big talking bird who's not said a lot. Huh. Right, so who wants to go first? We have one here from Sandro. Hi. Hello, Hi. Sandro. He says, Hello, Staggerers. Thank you. I cannot believe that it's 2016 already. Yes. Yes. This is insane. Last year went by so fast. <laughs> You're getting old. Yeah. <laughs> but this year looks pretty exciting. Ooh. So many new films and television programmes to look forward to. It's all very exciting. Let's hope it's like a Star Trek film. The even ones are better than the odd ones. <laughs> I was writing up some TV film predictions oh. for the following year for my own news, and I thought I might as well add to your list from last episode by Why sending not? them over to you guys as well. Excellent. These predictions aren't really hopes or fears, just things that I think may happen. Okay. okay. I'll be happy if some of them don't come true, though. Yeah. Go for it. Predictions for 2016. Yeah. Doctor Who's 10th season will not air until January 2017. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll just get a trailer along with a Christmas special. Yep. yep. Uh, I'm worried, but yeah, I think mm. you're right. Mm-hmm. Moffat will announce that he is leaving Doctor Who after the 10th season. Yep. Yay. Peter Capaldi will announce that he is staying on as the Doctor after the 10th season. Yay. Not so sure about that one, but we'll see. <laughs> We will get more than one companion in season 10. By companion, I mean someone who stays with the Doctor for the entire season, not just for a couple of episodes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It will be announced that Arrow's fifth season will be its last. It wouldn't Mm. surprise me. We will get another TV show set in the Arrow Flash Legends universe. It will be announced that Supergirl will cross over with the Arrowverse. Okay. Marvel's Most Wanted, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spin-off, will be cancelled after viewers complain that the two characters then are spinning off should have stayed in the main show <laughs> okay i wouldn't be surprised if agent of shield doesn't get dropped i've watched the last season and we're on to season three i think mm. and it just seems to be starting to lack something mm. i must be i gave it's, up yeah, it's never one. really got full momentum yeah. yeah marvel's daredevil and jessica jones will continue to be the best shows of the year <laughs> mm. could well be Marvel's Luke Cage won't be, a good, be as good as Daredevil, Jessica Jones, or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Maybe the former two, I'm not sure about the latter. <laughs> Netflix Black Mirror series will be better than the original Channel 4 programme. Don't know that one. That's... Oh, you haven't seen Black Mirror? No. We must cover that, it's really good stuff. Yeah, so. that's, I've seen, I haven't seen all of them, I've Charlie seen a couple. Booker, the showrunner on that one, really good stuff. Dark. Dark Captain humor. America Civil War will be the best MCU film to date. They're actually calling mm. Captain America Civil War Avengers 2.5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all in it, are they? Pretty uh, much. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. 
Doctor Strange will disappoint audiences and become one of the worst MCU films. Mm. Maybe. The rights of Fantastic Four will return to Marvel Studios. Mm. Please. I don't know if that will happen this coming year, this year. No. But Batman sure. vs. Superman will be a pretty big disappointment. I suspect I'm getting much. that vibe, actually. Yeah. From the trailer I've seen, yeah. I wasn't overly I, impressed. I'm not... not interested or excited well, about it no after the superman one yeah, yeah it's not it's not grabbing excited. me you never know yeah suicide squad will be the best dc film since the dark knight again i am not feeling the vibe with this i don't really know anything about suicide squad uh, so i'm going to go from mind to that one yeah. well the trailers i've seen just haven't oh i've not seen any nah okay deadpool will be a very well received film if not the best of the year, but unfortunately won't make much in the box office due to its high content rating. Mm. You see, this is it. Everything that I'm not getting with the DC uh, universe, mm. I'm getting from Deadpool. Okay. Yeah, that, that interests me. That looks, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's done with more of a sense of fun. Yeah, but the rating is going to be an issue. I don't know what's going to be That's it. It's going to be PG. here? Yeah, it's going to be a very high rating. Yeah. Is, what they, is it R over in America? Which uh, apparently cuts down the uh, viewership a fair bit. Mm. Yeah. A prequel to The Hunger Games will be announced. Okay. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them will be better than half of the Harry Potter films. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Star Trek Beyond will be absolutely awful. Hmm. I have mentioned that Hopefully this is an odd number. I, I have mentioned mm. that this is going to be the 13th film. Star Trek 13. <laughs> well, I'm not superstitious, so, but uh, mm. we'll see. Mm. I'm, I'm hopeful that trailer did not look good, but apparently that's not very representative. All right. According mm. to Simon Pegg. Keep an open mind about it. Yeah. Assassin's Creed will be delayed again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it needs to be. <laughs> Finish the damn thing before they put it out the door. <laughs> yeah. Warcraft will be pretty good and will be named the best video game film of all time. Wow. Well, okay. that's, that's a very. Because video game films aren't. Mm. Well, yeah, it's a pretty low yeah. watermark to hit. Yeah. yeah. Doom was the best video <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the film, but its reputation does precede it. Yeah. Pretty bad. <laughs> I didn't mind the two Lara Croft. Two yeah, they, they, were, they were all right. They're okay. They were all right. I worked with Lara Croft. Hey. <laughs> that stops the conversation. And Jolie, or... <laughs> no, no, the, the voice no. of. Oh. I've, no, the person who Lara Croft was based upon. Okay. She was a work colleague, and it turned out someone who was a, an admirer of her used her as the premise for the character for Lara Croft. Did she have a lot of back problems? No, that was, about, that was one of the things that wasn't. But other than that, when she told us, we all went, oh, my God, yes, you're not an archaeologist, but so much of the personality was the same. Mm. So I've actually worked with Lara Croft. <laughs> okay. The inspiration for no the fault. character. Mm-hmm. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, will continue in the same vein as The Force Awakens and will be critically acclaimed while breaking all the box office records. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully. It's going to be interesting to see how that gets uh, received, given it's not directly tied in with the saga. Mm. Yeah. Bethesda Game Studios will announce a sixth Elder Scrolls game as a follow-up to Skyrim. Mm. It can't be, can't be far off. It won't be out this year, I suspect. But uh... Game of Thrones will be put on a hiatus as they wait for George R.R. R. Martin to finish and release <laughs> the next book. <laughs> <laughs> And Maybe. finally, George R. R. Martin won't finish or release <laughs> The Winds of Winter. Okay. <laughs> and there we go. I hope you made comments on some of them as we the have. person reading this went, went down the list. I'd love to hear what you think. And now it's back to editing an improbable podcast. Ah, yeah. Well, yes. Adam, Reese, and I, and I recorded an episode a couple of weeks ago yep. in which we list our top 10 movies and TV shows from 2015. It may be out right now, in which hopefully El Presidente will put a link in the description. But if not, then it should be out next week. Mm-hmm. Thanks Sorry. and keep up the great show. 
Sandra. Thank you. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you. Yeah. I suspect that there is actually um, a hitman has been hired to stand with a gun at George R. R. Martin's head <laughs> by the actual film company going, write it, write it now. Write it now. Chained to his because, laptop. Because yeah. if you don't write it, we get rid of you and we get someone to write it. <laughs> someone's a ghost writer. Yeah. Well, there was talk of them just diverging. and just they, I think the, the last season they... Diverted a bit. Yeah. Continue doing their own storyline. The books would just be a, a different fork <laughs> from the. Yeah, there's too much money timeline. in it not to continue with an it. Alternate timeline. Well, they might delay it by 18 months. Yeah. Such things have been known. But they're filming <laughs> the next series now, aren't they? I think so. I they have yeah. now finally given a release date, haven't they, for the next season? Yeah. I think, yeah. Which uh, I didn't realise it was a thing that wasn't known. It sounds like there might have been some delay or some such. I don't know. I wait for it to come out on Blu ray, so I'm not <laughs> sure. We have one here from. Will. Ah, hello, hello, Will. Will. Hello, team. It's been a while. Sorry about that, but school's been busy recently. Fire it, Will. I hope you all had a good Christmas and New Year, and thanks for the Christmas card, by the way. You're ah, okay. In fact, we've got a load of Christmas cards. We must go through and thank everybody. Yep. Mm. So, what have I been up to recently? Star Wars came out, and I've seen it twice, and it's abs- and absolutely hated it. <laughs> Only joking. It's brilliant. Okay. Yeah. J.J. Abrams did an amazing job and a superb film. And all the actors were really good. And I did not see... Spoilers! Spoiler hmm. music, spoiler music. La, 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 la. Hans' death coming until he stepped on the ridge and it clicked with me he was going to die. Mm. Oh, yes. And there was a new season of Doctor Who as well, wasn't there? Indeed. My thoughts on it. <laughs> mm. It had some really good ideas, but the stories weren't up to scratch. Oh. I enjoyed Under the Lake and the Zygon Inversion, but that was it. Oh. I really feel like the show needs a fresh start with a new showrunner, yes. who I don't think necessarily needs to be a fan, Yes, as long as they know the basics, and they can make the show that keeps the fans happy and the casual viewers interested. Yes. Mm. I've decided that if things don't improve in the next series, I won't be watching until Moffat leaves. Wow. Mm. I'm not that bad. (laughs) At least Big Finish are still as good as ever, and there's some good stuff coming out this year. Yeah. I would suggest rewatch him. As I said, sometimes you don't fully appreciate a story until you've seen it two or three times, Mm. and it's really got in there. Anyway, I have some predictions, dreams, and fears for 2016. Oh, yeah. Yes. The output from Big Finish will surpass the TV series for a third year in the row. Well, I think that's <laughs> a given. Forever, it's 1999 is <laughs> surpassing her. The new companion won't be Osgood. Yeah, yeah probably not. Shame. Probably not. Peter Capaldi will leave at the end of series 10. No! Moot point. I think that's probably likely, but... I hope a new companion adds something new to the show and keeps me interested. Mm-hmm. Yep. I hope the rumoured Neil Cross remake of Sapphire and Steel oh, goes yeah. ahead, yep. and David Warner and Susan Harker are cast in the lead Harker. roles, as they did such a fantastic job in the audios. They did. Unlikely, I know. Very mm. unlikely, sadly, but they did do a really good job in the audios. I hope Missy is never seen again, oh, as no. Michelle <laughs> Gomez is crap in the role. Oh, <laughs> I don't mind the whole gender-changing thing, but at least cast an actress who's actually good at acting without getting on my nerves. <laughs> yeah, maybe some <laughs> I fear Moffat stays for ages. He ran out of ideas long ago. Mm-hmm. I fear the new companion won't be anything special and just the stereotypical 23rd century girl in her mid-twenties and have nothing to her. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I fear Big Finish will put out too many things. I want leaving me to have to make a decision on what to buy. <laughs> Agree with you on that one as well. Really, case <laughs> I fear Adam will succeed in predicting Tom Baker's death. Yes. <laughs> we'll make it happen. <laughs> Another thing I've recently started watching, the original Survivors, oh, yes. and love it. Oh. It might not be the most feel-good TV to watch, <laughs> no. but it's so good. Also, check out Big Finish's Survivor series. That's also awesome. Yes. That's all for now. Type to you all soon. Will yeah, mm, the big will. finish. I have only heard the first series, first box set. Of yeah, survivors of big finish. Yeah, really good. Dark, dark stuff. It's hard to you enjoyed it. It's really <laughs> compelling. Yes, yeah. I, very, I, very I haven't heard any of that no. simply because, as Will touches upon, the big finish range is so vast. You have to choose very carefully. Go on, Len, you, did you? I've got it on there. <laughs> got to I like the very re- it's really good though. I like the relaunch of Survivors, but I don't think it was gloomy, dismal and good as the original. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the TV one? A while yeah, back. the TV. I mean, the original Survivors was of its time. It was yeah. written a point mm, when oh, we were yeah. all being talked to duck and dive under our mm, chairs yeah. at yeah, school because yeah. we were all going to get blown up by the Russians. And it has that Cold, oh, War, the Cold War paranoia, paranoia yeah. dark feeling to it, which this the, the one they did a few years back just didn't have it it no. wasn't there it was good but it just yeah. wasn't I can't remember I, can't know, remember. I know it was on but, but the big finish ones are good yeah at least the first box set um, that's all for our letters isn't it not quite oh, uh, we have nothing but a link sent through from somebody called Galishon oh dear a YouTube link which we'll put in the show notes it's for Doctor the Twelfth Day a fan made multi-doctor Christmas special apparently yeah I think that now. was done up for um, Capaldi's birthday as well or something I don't know yeah to Give that a listen. It's uh, fans doing pretty good impersonations for the most part. We'll be in the show links and we have an audio feedback from Sandro. Hello, Sandro! Hello, Staggers. Sandro here. Although you already Hello. know that because this was sent from my email address. That was probably more for the listeners. But then again, you, you, you normally say who the person is before you play the feedback. Therefore, this entire intro is now not really that important and just a really stupid joke that I should probably end right about now. Um, I'm just going to go through a couple of my predictions that I had for 2015, see if they were good, see if they were wrong. Oh, good. Um, I mean, they were all good. See if that were correct is what I actually mean there. <laughs> Some things that I predicted for 2015. First one, a yep. live-action Star Wars television series will be announced. No. Well, it's kind of true. I mean, the, they announced that they're working on one, oh. and, that's, and that's it. Like, that's all they've said. So, I mean, it kind of was announced that they're working on one, but it wasn't announced that it. it would happen. Yeah. So, mm, I'm kind of on the fence with that one. Uh, my next next one the third prediction i had is star wars episode 7 will be the best star wars film to date and uh well it's not the worst um <laughs> it's definitely not the worst to me it's on par with return of the jedi maybe slightly higher than that yeah. which is still a great film so it's not the best star wars film but maybe it's so. definitely up there and on par with some of the best star wars films it's also my favorite film from this year yeah. So that oh, yeah, may yeah. count for something. Yeah. Next up, uh, Marvel's Agent Carter will, will be renewed for a second season. I predicted that because originally this show was just a miniseries, uh, and yeah. it came true. It has been renewed for a second season. Yeah, it's yep. a bit and, uh, Marvel's Daredevil will break all Netflix records and become the most watched and best reviewed original program they have created. This is true yeah. when it came out. Yeah, and yeah. was then broken by Jessica Jones. Yeah. Um, I would say this is true, because yeah. when well, Daredevil came one. out, it did break all the records and was 
critically acclaimed. It was brilliant. True for um, a time. So yep. there we go. It's just we'll Jessica Jones yep. then broke it further four months She's later. Like five months. Six yeah. months? I think it was six months. I don't know. That's not really that important. <laughs> Next, I've got Avengers Age of Ultron will break the box office. No, it didn't really. No. I think it was the the, the fourth largest grossing film it, from this year. It, I'm not entirely sure. It was did the fourth it, yeah. or the third. Did pretty well. Um, yeah. Didn't beat where much. exactly it stands, but it wasn't. It wasn't a massive film. I think it made a little bit less than the first Avengers. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, um, yeah, but, but still, it didn't break did pretty the box good, office like, yeah, like Guardians of, Ga- of the Galaxy did, or Star Wars from this year. One. My next prediction: Jurassic World will also break the box office, but not as much as Avengers. That is false. Jurassic World was the uh, it made the most money from this year for a long time until Star Wars came along. Mm-hmm. Next one: Ant Man will become the most underrated film of the year. While it may be good, mm-hmm. people won't go to see it probably because they spent all their money going to see Avengers over and over. <laughs> no, I don't know anyone who went to see Avengers more than twice um, it was an okay film that I went to see once and then waited for the DVD so I don't think many people saw that film twice in the cinema and man I didn't see it twice in the cinema either but it is no. still a brilliant film yeah. and I do think it is quite underrated because I know a lot of people won't watch it because they're like Ant Man, that's stupid. Um, and the critics were kind of like, it's good, but yeah, yeah it's got some problems. Which I feel like Ant yeah, Man is an underrated film from this yeah. year. So, uh, so yeah, I'd say I'd say that one's true. Terminator Genocide, Genesis, <laughs> Genocide, <laughs> stupid spelling will become the second best film of the year next to Avengers. <laughs> that's yeah, false. That um, <laughs> look, I don't mind Terminator Genesis. I know a lot of people really hate it. Um, I will quote Adam on this, Adam J. Purcell himself, who is probably listening to this right now, in that it's the third best Terminator film. It is. It's not as good as 1 and 2. Nothing can be as good as 1 and 2. But it is still a pretty decent film. Like, it's not anywhere near my, like, top 20 films from this year. It's probably at spot, like, 30 or 31, (laughs) something like that. That's out of, what, 50 films. Um, But it's not a bad film. It's not as bad as, like, the next film that I'm going to talk about. So I would say that one there is false. Unfortunately, Mm. speaking about bad films people will be surprised when the fantastic four reboot comes out and is actually good <laughs> bad using the term fantastic four and good yes. in the same sentence because that oh, film dear. was horrible that, that film was not good no, and that prediction is false and, and that's enough time spent spent yeah, talking about just that move on move then on. i have ted 2 will be one of the biggest flops of the year it's actually kind of false i really enjoyed ted 2 it it's made a good. decent amount of money and it was yeah. a worthy sequel. Not as good as the first one, no, obviously. Yeah, really so yeah. it wasn't a flop. So that prediction there was false. Uh, the Wachowski siblings, their new Netflix series Sense8, starring mm. Freema Anjuma, I think I said that last name right, will be the best American sci-fi television program of the year. I'd mm. say that's... Uh, I mean, define sure. sci-fi. Yeah. Um, I'd say that's kind of true. True-ish. Um, in terms of American sci-fi show, not counting superhero shows. Yeah, I don't really okay. think superheroes shows count as sci-fi I would say they're superhero shows it's their own genre so in that case I would say that Sensei is probably the best American sci-fi show of the year next we got Arrow and Flash will gain another spin-off series which will then follow with an announcement that the channel they air on the CW is going to be is going to be renamed DC TV well that last part's false (laughs) that was never going to happen but um they did get another spin-off Legends of Tomorrow which I'm so excited for actually when this episode here comes out I've only got a week to wait 
wait for the show, which is so good. I'm so looking forward to it. And uh, that's true. It was half true because the ending's stupid. But they did gain another spin-off series. So yeah. there we go. Did next one. Sleepy Hollow will get cancelled. That's false. Though it should have been. Um, <laughs> next really we've got Gotham it. will continue to be one of the best shows on TV, but Fox will cancel it. False on, on both accounts. Oh, really? um, Fox oh, really? hasn't cancelled it, and it's not as good as it used to be. Oh. Um, it's good. I mean, it's not bad. It's on video. It's on tonight. It's not great either. This season's mm. been a bit meh. Then uh, Tom Baker will show up in season nine of Doctor Who. Unfortunately, <laughs> that <Yeah>. is false. <laughs> then I got Peter Jackson will announce that he's directing an episode of season ten. That's true. Whenever season ten is, I don't know. Is it this year? Next year? Maybe. Who knows? We don't know when it's coming out. We'll see. Peter Jackson has said he will direct an episode. Next, mm. George R. Martin will die. That's false. <laughs> well, I mean, he kind of is. I mean, he's he's dead inside because he can't <laughs> he can't true. think of any ideas for his new book, which should have come yeah. out like last year, yeah. but isn't yeah. out yet. Which is a shame. Uh, so I mean, he's kind of dead. And Song of Ice and Fire fans think he's dead because he hasn't done anything for ages. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of true. I say it's kind of true. <laughs> I think anyway, he's dead already. Well, yeah. that were my predictions for 2015. I will do some predictions for 2016 in email form, yeah. which you've probably already read. Yes, so, yes, we have. Here yes. we go. Timey wimey podcast stuff. <laughs> Thanks for the podcast. Keep it up. I'll catch up with you guys later. Bye. Thank, thank you, you. Thank, thank you, you Sandro. Yeah. No, personally, I think that George R. Martin is already dead. It's just that the TV company and the book company don't want anybody else <laughs> no. to know yet. <laughs> no, I think there have been f- pictures of released of him moving. No, 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 no. no, no. Big it's stunt beard, double. Yeah. It's an actor. It's an actor in a wig <laughs> and a fat suit. Yeah, yeah, fake beard and mm. yeah. So, if anyone wants to write to us, Ooh. they should write to us at show at. Staggering stories. Dot net. Woohoo. Wow, it's a long podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so, dear listeners, this brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but never fear, in the next extended version. Please, <laughs> There'll be more of the same, more fun frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who old and new. So until that... D for death. So until that disastrous... Despotic. Dipsomaniac. Dipsomaniac. <laughs> Comes dumbing down. Delicately upon us. Dashes. <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Au revoir. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 228, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Riddler and Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Walk away from the bubble wrap. (laughs) No one can walk away from bubble wrap. <laughs> Dear listen, on, oh, on, <laughs> he's got to set the thing. We have 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 to set the thing. Have you been thinged? So, how's Steve Moffat going to film Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Who simultaneously mm. oh, and give really both fun. of them justice? He's done it before. No, he hasn't. No. Season five? I've got to admit, he hasn't. No, he hasn't. I see, yes. Uh, Season five was terrible. It's brilliant. Well, not terrible, that's an over, but... Brilliant.
brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> your, your, your opinion of season five is tainted <laughs> by one character <laughs> with no. legs up to her armpits. That helps, but it's not just that. 